Welcome to IP Frequently. IP Frequently is brought to you by Dominion Harbor Enterprises and is sponsored by IPedia. IPedia, innovation clarity that provides real, actionable patent intelligence. Join our hosts, David Pridham and Brad Sheaf, advancing the issues of intellectual property. Hello and welcome to another episode of IP Frequently. Uh, across the table from me, as always, is my good friend, and yours, I might say at this point. I think most of our listeners would consider you to be their good friend as well. Yeah, I believe that's right. David Pridham. And we are, uh, can't tell you how happy we are to be out of the bunker. Um, good luck to those poor bastards at Facebook. It's quite I'm foul not sure down they're going to make it. It was. Quite foul. Foul, F O W L, with the owls, F O U L. Oh, remember the, the chickens? Remember the chickens? We there talked were about chickens that. down yeah. there. Those chickens had come home to roost. They're roosting I have in had the bunker. More male, more male. Um, from M-A-I-L folks. or M-A-I-L? Exactly right, exactly right, from Good. folks who have had the same problem with chickens just destroying their you homes. You cannot let them into your house. I mean, you can't. It's once they're in. Yeah, it's like an in-law. They begin to stinky. roost. It's it's, yeah. it's veritably in their DNA. Yes. And they'll find your love seat, and you're just, you're, I mean, you're going to have to throw that whole thing Do you ever sit in a love seat? Like, you give a room with a love seat? No, yes, we don't. It's overrated. Who's going to go on? Because you can't lay down on it. No. It's just a big chair. And then if someone sits next to you, you're just sitting there. Well, that's like, the problem, right? I mean, from a chair perspective, it's oversized. From a couch perspective, it's undersized. Calling it a love seat is a great marketing gimmick. Yeah. But I, do you know anyone that fell in love on a short couch? I actually do. Who? My Aunt Rosie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On a love seat. On a love seat. That's all she had. She didn't have a couch. She fell in love with her cocker spaniel, Bruce. I hate those things, cocker spaniels. I'm a dog guy, but I don't like little I don't dogs, like dogs at all. And the last dog I interacted with was your dog, Pirate, who you sent to the farm. No, Tucker went to the farm. Pirate went back to the breeder. Who's Tucker? bit my wife. You named a dog Tucker? No, we had to take over a dog named Tucker because he basically adopted us. Isn't it odd that I've never heard this story before? Did you take him out back and shoot him like Rinty No, Tim? no. He literally went to a farm. My, one of my youngest what? daughter's uh, What was friends. the dog they, the, the, the owner took back and shot? Was that Rin Tin Tin or Lassie? Boy, that's a good question. I don't think it was Rin Tin Tin because he was kind of badass. And Lassie Benji. could talk Benji? herself out of almost anything. It may have been Benji. It may have been Toto. You know, Toto got killed by one of those monkeys. Those flying monkeys. I was horrified by I'm those things. I'm still scared. Yeah, it is. Just the whole concept of a flying monkey is not where you want to go. So at the end of the day, we're out of the bunker. We're away from the chickens. We're away from the flying monkeys. We're away from Tucker, which is a good thing. And uh, <coughs> Tucker, Tucker was the dog that went I lost to, my twin, I thought. I lost it. Cougar. Cougar. So we're... We're diligently working our way back towards our home base, and in so doing, we're crossing a lot of, quite frankly, real estate, which got we're us thinking. analyzing. We're analyzing, right? We're we're sitting back and we're taking stock. We're checking names on the checkpoints of life. Checkpoint Charlie being one, others mm. different, uh, and we are taking stock and we're trying to figure out now that we've passed through Passover. We have. We're taking stock of where this entire industry of ours, this great industry we call the um, the uh, fine um, uh, uh, automotive uh, resale industry. Oh, wait, that's the other podcast. That's a, that's a different podcast. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's all right. Keep what going. Is this Keep one is the, which one is this? The Checkers? This is, no, this is no. The Checkers is a good one. This is Bridge. Oh, Bridge. Right. Okay, hold on. For, for those folks who are following... 
our, our bridge uh, podcast, Knight to King Four. That's Knight to King Four. I believe that's chess. Exactly. That's going to throw off the bridge players. Well, that's the point. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we are we are Wait. taking... Wait. This is the Intellectual Property Podcast. That's where you need to take this thing. Remember when we got out of the bunker? Am I on that one? You are on that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. I think we both are. That would be frightening. Yeah. Is that the one where we go to all the country fairs? That is. That's the the one. It's it's enjoyable. Scallops. Blueberries. And scallops. Et cetera. I love those fried scallops. I can't get enough of them. I'm looking forward to this year. Wellfleet, Massachusetts, my friend. Scallop Fest 2018. We'll be there with bells on, as we always are. And with, with <clears throat> bowls of tartar sauce and ketchup and, ketchup. and other sundry items. Yeah. Don't eat the fries, though. It's a waste. Yeah, why would you stuff yourself with that kind of starch when there are scallops to be had? Yeah, covered in starch. Anyway, yeah. we're taking a, 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 a taking stock, if you will, of the current um, state of the IP space. And we're also looking out forward into our crystal ball, so to speak. And... Yes. Um, we're wondering what the IP space is going to look like 25 or 50 years from now. Is it going to have, yeah. for example, more artificial turf? Will the designated hitter be uh, allowed in both leagues? Will they finally play night games? Exactly. Yeah. Will they ever explain Chewbacca's origin on the big Star Trek program, the big, the, the Wookiee? The Wookiee. All this, stuff, Galactica or? all this stuff is stuff that needs to be answered. What is going to happen in the next 50 years? And my, my thesis, as you may have seen, um, uh, if you've come to one of my personal appearances, uh, is that uh, intellectual property will be to the uh, 21st century what real estate was to the last century. Intellectual property is the real estate of the 21st century. Mm. And how so? Well, I think that if you look at us as individuals, you and I are just collectively the populace. Mm. Um, it, 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 any 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 number of us, could be any okay. any collection, uh, although some would have less intellectual property than others. Uh, what's most valuable um, that the thing that's most valuable these days is intellectual capital. Uh, the uh, technological revolution is moving at such a pace that you're seeing uh, innovation on top of innovation on top of innovation. It truly is um, a fact that we as a generation have more information at the touch of our fingers than uh, other generations had in countless libraries, right? Uh, and it's and it's information can be delivered very, very quickly to us. And it's uh, innovation that can be built on that innovation. Um, th- this, this entire spectrum of uh, moving technology forward uh, is all built on intellectual capital. Right, whether it be the cell phone, whether it be the Internet of Things, whether it be uh, the uh, tra- the uh, automotive uh, space, whether it be transportation, whether it be hospitality, whether it be education, everything, certainly healthcare, all moving at breakneck speeds, and it's all built on intellectual capital. Um, the need to protect intellectual capital is going to be uh, of paramount importance going forward. The need to um, license intellectual capital both in and out is going to be of parallel uh, of, of, of parallel importance as well. Um, parallel so or paramount? No, parallel, because they're both okay, going to be moving okay. at breakneck speed. All right. right? <clears throat> yeah. And it is going to be paramount, but both in terms of licensing and in terms of protecting, parallel, 
Parallel paths. Parallel paths. Never intersecting. For those who, never. 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 So my friend, that, would be, that would be crazy. Yeah, right. But the thought here is in the past you needed to lease a parcel of land. You needed to own a parcel of land. And you still do need a home. We all need a home, my friend, except for hobos. Yeah. But, but, road. but uh, what's going to be driving well, the economy going has forward a bunker. is with, the, with all the, the privacy all the data and personal those, data those of all those users. And the fribbles. And the chickens. And the wookies. Those wookies. Anyway. They make a mess as well. Anyway, my, my, my thesis is this, that that is going to be uh, of uh, a, a huge importance in the next century. And how it's protected, when it's protected, and then how it's licensed in and out is also going to be incredibly important. Well, I, 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 I tend to agree. And I think it's interesting you sort of are extending the analogy that is commonly used um, in the licensing of intellectual property. When we talk about folks infringing on someone's intellectual property, the analogy that is oftentimes drawn is it's the same thing as building a house on someone else's real property. And just like you wouldn't want someone to without your permission and without even speaking to you about it, build a home on property that you own. You don't want people infringing. And, and as we move further and further away, particularly in the United States, from industrial production driving our gross domestic product, our gross national product, um, we are moving into much more of a knowledge economy where it is ideas, it is innovation that is the foundation of our economy. And if you can't protect that, if you are innovating solely to provide someone else with a means of generating revenue, then the the desire to and the inspiration for innovation is going to go away. And unfortunately, we've seen some of the results of that in our current patent system. We talked at length about that in our last podcast, about how big tech is has been working, ironically, to drive down the value of intellectual property. And now, particularly with respect to Facebook, when it, a, a, a strong patent system may be something that could save them, uh, they don't have it. And so if, if intellectual property is going to become the real estate of the 21st century, we're going to need protection for that intellectual property that is at least as robust as the protections that have been developed over time for real property. And so in order to get there, David, um, what do you think are some changes that that need to be made? I think largely we're going to have to do some unwinding of the current state of our of our law. Well, I think that's I think that's right. I think the the problem is the administrative state has done everything it can um in in, in everything it could to um decimate what was the number one innovation system in the world? For years. For some would say decades, others wouldn't. Dozens of years at a minimum. At least 12. Yeah, or a baker's dozen. If not Thirteen. dozens, at least maybe 12. Okay. Or more. Or more. In increments of 12. In increments of 12. Um, maybe a gross? But I, 144? I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, but I, but I, th- but I think that the, the administrative state got hold and, and lobbyists took over and started writing our um, intellectual property uh, laws, regulations, rules, and some of this stuff was done behind the scenes, right? People scurrying behind the curtain. Um, well, certainly, very much out of the eye of of the U.S. public. Right? I mean, the, this troll narrative that had took hold in the two thousands, and you know, continues unbelievably to have some listenership 
has really driven our patent system down over the last few years. I mean, what were we talking about last time? Where are we seated internationally? 12th? 11th or 12th. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Actually, hold on. Hold on. I've got a an update. Uh, we are now behind Finland. Yeah. It's hard to fit behind Finland. It's not a very big comp- country. Or company. Or company. Are there companies in Finland? At least 12 of them. At least 12. 144. 112. Uh, it's a gross. Yeah. So, um, but I know, I think that, uh, I, I look, I think there, there are a lot of things that, th- this is going to happen either way, right? You are going to see uh, intellectual capital um, become the equivalent of, you know, Real estate, if you will, <clears throat> in this century, it's already happening, and regardless of what the U.S. government does um, or doesn't do, it's going to happen. And it'll either happen here or it'll happen elsewhere. Uh, if we know anything, um, uh, business migrates to where the environment is most conducive. And we're seeing that with the patent system. <clears throat> I mean, we're seeing uh, for the first time. I think last year was the first time ever, and again this year. Uh, even more in an even more pronounced fashion, you're starting to see the filing of patent applications shift away from the United States, where most patent applications had traditionally been filed globally. And now that shift is moving into Europe and into China, and not unsurprisingly, since they now have stronger patent systems. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I think it's going to happen no matter what. I think um, uh, it, you know it already is happening. And I, I think that in this, in this new um, pace technology um, globe, this, this, this um, world of innovation that we live in, uh, you're going to see more and more incremental inventions. You're going to see more and more groundbreaking inventions. And all of them need to be protected. And all of them are going to need to be licensed. And uh, there, there's going to be an entire ecosystem set up around it. It's not going to be blockchain or any of that nonsense. But um, uh, so I think I think that is that is sort of um, how I view the world, and I do think that if the U.S. doesn't get its act together, and there are faint signs um, coming out of the Patent Office that maybe they're starting to. Yep. Uh, yeah. if, but if and the U.S. Congress does, as well, the stronger Patent Act being uh, yeah. put forth in the Senate to match that that was put forth in the House. Yeah. I think if you if, if that actually does uh, come to, come to fruition, then that's great, but it's going to happen here. It's going to happen in Asia. It's going to happen in Europe. Um, but it's going to happen because people are going to demand it. And I think technology is going to demand it. And so, um, if you if you're the U S government having an innovation policy is incredibly important and the innovation policy can't just be, let's, let's levy a you know, bunch of tariffs against, uh, uh, China. Uh, it's got to be pro innovation and not just protection. Right. No, I mean, we, we have to, I mean, we really are, you know, setting aside, you know, any colorful argument that might be made. I mean, it, it matters that the United States has fallen from first to 12th in terms of its, of its patent system. I mean, that matters. The patent system has been credited uh, for years. I mean, this isn't something that is a Johnny-come-lately kind of a thing. The patent system has been credited for the remarkable growth of the new U.S. Kid economy. A new kid in town. Who sang that? Johnny, come lately. There's a new kid in, in town. town. Yeah, but the new kid in town, I believe that was the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. No kidding. Johnny, come lately. There's a new kid in town. We should probably stick to podcasting as opposed to singing. Although it wasn't bad. 
I'm not going to give that. That wasn't an F. Rook to queen four. Rook to queen four. You can't make that move. I just did. You can't make it. No, we're not. Why not? Because you lost both your rooks in the last podcast. We're playing multi-dimensional tic-tac-toe here, my friend. <sighs> multi-dimensional. Four of spades. Green. Now that we've covered all of our other various and sundry podcasts, it matters that we have fallen to 12th place. You, you, cannot, you cannot hope to survive in a knowledge economy with a legal system that doesn't protect that knowledge. That, that, because knowledge is intangible and therefore easily transferable. If you can't protect your innovation, uh, then there really is no motivation to innovate. <clears throat> and you certainly have no hope of, of actually recovering any costs that you may have incurred in the, in the course of innovating, which is why I, I, I just, for the life of me, cannot understand how we've gotten here other than, you know, I mean, our government is... Well, we took a car. Well, well we, you and I did, yeah. Yeah, take a car to get here, to physically oh, where we are now. I'm just sort You're of saying metaphorically, yes, how the U.S. economy yeah. has gotten here. And sadly, the answer is, is pretty straightforward, well, as it is with many things in government. It, we, big, big companies paid off politicians to get where we are. Yeah, that's too bad. It's too bad. But at the end of the day, we are where we are, and there are certain things that can be done to fix it. And they're either going to do them or they're not. And, and I, I think they're starting, the U.S. anyway, is starting to take the right approach to this. But what they have to be very careful of is as they start making these incremental changes, they're going to be in danger of slipping further and further behind companies uh, countries uh, who are actually cognizant of the fact that intellectual capital is critical. And so no one is ever going to celebrate a 12th place um, finish except for maybe, um, uh, you know, the, the youth soccer, one of those curling teams, a youth soccer, my God. Can you imagine celebrating a 12th? I've never finished 12th in my life. 13th a couple of times. But yeah, 14th. Yeah, a couple of, I had a couple of DNPs. I do not believe in participation trophies, although, ironically, the U.S. is drawing close to getting a participation trophy for its patent system. Yeah. Thanks for playing, United States. Yeah. We here in China, we here in Europe, we're going to go ahead gonna and take this all off. your intellectual property. Yeah, we're going to take all your stuff, yeah. and we're going to monetize it, and then uh, you can enjoy that. <clears throat> That's where we're headed. And at the end of the day, all these, fo- all these individuals who have these, who, who invent who create should be encouraged to do so. We don't encourage anyone to invent anymore. We don't encourage anyone to create. We make it so difficult for people to protect their ideas. And at some point, people are going to stop telling us what those ideas are, and they're going to drive us further and further behind. Or they're going to tell countries that that give a shit about uh, innovation what their ideas are and protect them there. And then we're going to be the laughing stock. I mean, my God, we're already the laughing stock with this kangaroo stuff that goes on anytime you want to file and protect a patent. And you're never to the point where you know a patent is safe until after it's expired. And even then they're still being attacked, like that data in the bunker. Correct. And we're the only, you know, the only country that plays that game. I mean, everywhere else, there is a period of time after which you We call that a cooling off have, period. Could be a cooling off period, yeah. heating up period drying out, but there's a period of time after which you effectively have quiet title to your invention. 
only within the United States does it seem to make sense to someone that at any point in time when your patent becomes troublesome to someone who can pay congressmen millions of dollars, they have the opportunity to drag that patent, again, ridiculously, right back in front of the same office that told you as the patent owner that your patent was valid and enforceable. Now they can take that patent right back Sometimes in front of the same Sometimes it's the same artist. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing better than the argument of well, when the, patent, the poor patent owner says, hey, wait a minute, to the patent office, you've already reviewed all of this art. We put it in front of the examiner who gets paid to make these decisions. It was signed off by a supervisor. It was eventually sent out of a technical center and granted the rights of a U.S. patent. And now you bring it right back in front of the same office with the same art. <clears throat> and then apparently with, with no sense of irony, the office says, well, yeah, but it's not really the same uh, because the examiner did not have in front of him or her uh, this expert declaration that the IPR petitioner has provided, as though that was any way in any way possible. It's just, it's ridiculous. And you're right. I mean, the, our patent system is rapidly becoming a laughingstock, and China can't wait. They can't wait. And you know who would never tolerate a number 12 finish? Ricky Bobby? The Spartans of Michigan State. I don't know anything about that, but yeah. they may not. But anyway, I completely agree with you. And I, and I think it's short-sighted, and I think all the people that come up with these false arguments because in, in academic papers, yeah, if you will, folks who actually right. tweet out. I just got another tweet about some morons arguing in front of the federal circuit. And that's kind of um, short-sighted. Uh, but, of course, their goal is not to uh, assist in any way the United States right. to become a better um, – uh, incubator for innovation, their goal is to line their pockets and feather their nests with the blood money of uh, Google and uh, companies like that who uh, steal private data. Right. So basically what happens is, and I can whiteboard this out for everyone, only unfortunately the cameras aren't working here today at the, the studio, but what happens is companies steal data from people who they think are using, who think they're using uh, applications for free, these real cool applications like, I don't know, search online, and they, their data is stolen and sold to large companies that are propped up by Wall Street, by large companies that are propped up by Wall Street, and then money comes to some of those large companies that are propped up by Wall Street in the way of sales or in the way of advertisements, and then that money gets directed into the pockets of academic frauds who uh, are going to um, uh, cheer on this vicious circle while advocating any responsibility for the destruction of U.S. innovation because we've put a person in charge of the patent office who is either a Manchurian candidate or completely incompetent. But no longer. Not, you know, not anymore. Right. I mean, luckily, I think we have a director, and this will be something we'll touch on in yet another episode of IP Frequently. I think we're seeing a new director who is actually going to take the reins, hopefully is not going to wind up beholden to big tech, and is going to focus on getting a patent office to do what a patent office is supposed to do, which is not be concerned with politics and not be concerned with uh, some, some large business's agenda, but rather simply look at the applications that are coming through its office, identify whether or not they are innovative, whether or not they are eligible for patenting, patent them, and then at some point in time, hopefully sooner rather than later, 
actually give a patent a quiet title to their rights, which you would expect in any other form of property, going back to what you were referring to earlier as being the But once you put the stamp the on that, the stamp century. of approval, the patent office the should be seal, a valid if you will. patent, and that's it. You put that red sticker on there with that little mouse, right? right? You put that on there, and then it's done. Should be done, but again, in the U.S., we seem not to be able to figure that out. Some reason it seems like. Can you? I mean, to go back to your analogy about real estate, can you imagine if someone were to come to you and say, "Hey, I know you bought this house ten years ago, and you've been living in this house on this property for ten years. You've raised your family here. Maybe you're a baker. You've made investments. Perhaps you've, you've perhaps you've baked there in an oven, microwave, scones. confectional. We were talking about that. We today. were talking about scones, delicious scones you've produced there. You had some over the Easter break. Right? I absolutely did. My oldest daughter is a fantastic. Baker. Shout out to one Madison Sheep. Now. Shout out, Maddie. Good job. Yeah. And, Although I didn't uh, get any scones or English You did muffins. not. We were not co-located at the time. Doesn't mean you can't pack a couple in your rucksack when you get on the plane. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I, I could have done that. Scones travel well. Sadly, they all got eaten. Oh, yeah. yeah but we'll, 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 we'll get you some. I mean, Madison wants to take care of her all. Uncle David. She you does. Ate, you ate them all. Well, not those. She makes additional ones. It's not, she she's not a one-trick pony. Is she a baker now? Is she baking? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In any case, you've raised your family here. You've baked your scones here. And then someone shows up and says, you know what? We've taken another look at this title. And, uh, you know, we don't think it's valid. We yeah. think that you shouldn't actually be allowed to live here. In fact, we would like to live here. And, and we want all your scones. Yeah, and we're an enormous company. We're going to take all your scones and your house, and we're willing to pay money to do it. And if you want to defend your title... Uh, you're going to have to match us near dollar for dollar uh, in order to defend your title. But you know what? Uh, the tribunal that we're going to get in front of is effectively bought and paid for. They're incredibly politicized. So you think it's like a kangaroo court? <clears throat> oh, it's, it, it, may, it would make a kangaroo blush, my and friend. And they like scones. Yeah, the PTAB would make a kangaroo yeah. blush. It would make a kangaroo look like a learned hand. And the odds of you winning are in the low single digits. Um Percentage-wise, so you're probably better off just, you know what, I want you to just give us the title to your house and your ovens and your scones. Oven and mitts. You, you and need oven mitts. Pack up your wife and kids and get out of there. I mean, that, that's effectively where we've gotten with the uh, patent system. Yeah, and that's a shame. It is a shame. But in the future, <clears throat> we're either going to get with the program or not, but my friend, this train is leaving with or without us. Correct. Yeah, oh yeah. And then the train may be headed to China, maybe headed to Europe, maybe headed to South America, who knows where. Yeah, very doubtful, though, because of the jungles and the rough terrain. It is hard to lay rail through there. Yeah, but it's been done. Is my understanding, yes. It has been done. Unsuccessfully, been but done. done nonetheless. They dug a whole canal right through that place. Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt, TR. TR. And then we gave it away. The mosquitoes notwithstanding. And your boy, Gerald Ford. James Carter. Just gave it away. James Earl Carter did too, but Ford was a big issue back then. Anyway, great job. Yeah, well, good job by him. All right, so uh, we need to take stock of where we are. I do think that IP is likely to be the real estate of the 21st century. Do you agree with my premise? Oh, sure I do. Of course I do. And uh, I think it's well-founded. I think it's been demonstrated over time, and I think all that we really, all that really remains to be seen is: is the U.S. going to figure that out in time to save its own patent system or not? And uh, you're going to give, uh, you're going to give some odds on that, perhaps. Uh, seven. 
Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going I'm to go a little bit higher. I'm a little more optimistic. I'm going to say a 7.2. Bingo. Bingo. And uh, C6. C6. Sorry, I'm calling up for our Bingo podcast. We're trying to get a lot of this stuff done at the same time today because it's a short week for us. Yeah. We've got... Um, long week for others. Long week for us, but it's right. a short, short week. week for us. Got to move through all the chaos, all the nonsense... And try to cut to the quick. Slicing through chaos like a hot knife through butter here on IP Frequently. Yeah, that's it. And, uh, and, and I B-17. B-17. What if I want to be 18 or 19? That's what's coming out of the big uh, the big ball drum, my friend. Ah, the ball drum. Keep your hand out of that thing while it's rotating. Yeah, well, you got to wait till it stops. Otherwise, it's cheating. You're yeah, cheating. It's cheating. Plus, we lost a man that way. Yeah. Well, folks, it's been a pleasure as always. And we will catch you next time on... IP frequently.